everyone, welcome to Talk Toy To Me, another episode of our Toy Nostalgia podcast. My name is Alex, I'm here with my co-host Ben. That's me. And um, we're here to uh, talk some toy. Are we? Well, we may as well. Alright then. We're here. For you. For you and for the listeners. I'll talk about toys. I'm alright, I'm alright. Are you alright? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. Have you been buying anything recently? Uh, some things I arrived, yeah. No, no, oh, arrived. Too much, yeah. Okay. Um, I thought on a whim, I bought some stuff on eBay. Uh, and weirdly enough, then I found out that the person I bought from on eBay, actually someone I follow on Instagram, weirdly enough, and that was just a total accident, and it is Kaiju McCartney. <laughs> Is what I call him. Man, you were finding the people with the best names recently. I know, Kaiju McCartney. And um, he does like, like cool, like Sofubi, like, um, like his own like stuff. Like he'll put like pastel colours on them and stuff like that. Oh, that's nice. Pretty cool. But, uh, so go check him out on Instagram. um, Callum McCartney. Thank you, mate. Um, But I didn't buy that from him because he also is doing, he's also selling like uh, stuff on eBay, like his, uh, like just normal figures. So I bought them on a whim because they're really good deals. So go check them out if you want to go support them. Because like, if you're looking for some kaiju Sofubi figures, then go for it. Uh, so I bought... And you always are looking for them. I really am. So I bought one of these. Baltan. And I think Baltan might be the... From Ultraman, sorry, I should say. It's the guy with the massive pincers and stuff. Uh, that I think Baltan is the most kaiju... Besides Godzilla, is that, that I've got that guy a lot. Because you know I've got... Um, I was going to say, I thought you had one. This little one up here that I bought from yes. Harrogate. Not Harrogate, um, uh, Hastings. Sorry. Yeah. So that. So I got that. But then I actually... It, it, because he was selling them so cheap and he did... Oh! And he did best... <laughs> sorry, try again. <laughs> so that was the campus... No! Oh! <laughs> I'll try again. He was also selling them at such good prices and doing best offers. I gave him best offer on a bunch of these. Um... I ended up buying another Baltan, but it's a different one. Different shade of colour, different, like, slightly bigger as well. I mean, it is significantly different. Yeah, I like him, though. Whilst being the same character, just, I is... think he might be one of my favourite designs. Because it's just, I think what I love about it is it's really rubbish, because it is just a guy, it's clearly a guy in a costume. Yes. With just big, giant claws he on He reminds hands. me a lot of a wrestler called Grand Nan Niwa. Who's... Trust me, now five times five. <laughs> I, um, oh yeah, cool. Like, Why uh, does he remind uh, you that? He's a crab man, so he's got big claws. Oh, he's a crab man. Oh, right, okay. And then I also got... Hang on, I'm struggling to remember his name, but I just realised I can just go on my eBay listing and look at my previously bought and just find him on there. So give me yeah. a second, I'll just actually look up what this this one's called. Because I don't know. I know the other guy's called Belt, uh, Baltan, just because I've seen him so much, you know. But... Um, Hang on, let's have a look. Purchases. Uh, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, Kaiju McCartney. You haven't given me a name for this guy. This guy, anyway, is the other one I've got. Very spiky. Yeah, he's like spiky. He's got two like sort of like sledgehammers for arms, or something. They're just so weird, aren't they? They are. They are very weird. I know it's again from Ultraman, but I don't know what the name of the guy, the the creature's called. There you go. There's. Uh, I'm just gonna get up a picture of Gat Grandnut. Grandnut. <laughs> Try some that. Go on. You can't even say that once. I was like, say, say it five Grand times. Grand There you go. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, look that up, guys. That he does look like. Um, he does really look like that. Actually, that's very weird. Give me a second. I'm gonna Google lens this. Oh, do it. Yeah, I'm gonna try it now. Here we go. Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's see if this works. I think he might be just called Tyrant. Really, he's just called Tyrant. Come on, yeah, Tyrant, Tyrant is the is the is this so Amazing. that that guy, um, so yeah, just bought a bunch of them, had a really good deal for them. I thought, why not? I'm definitely yeah. gonna go back to him for more at a later date, but for now, this will do. You are getting quite a collection. There's quite a few, and they're, they're really cool. I, I really like Beltan. I think I've got um, I'm gonna put I put the big one up in the office, and then the other, and then the smaller one goes with the other kaiju. But um, yeah, digging these, love these. Yeah. Yeah, it's becoming quite a collection. Uh, mainly Ultraman, because Ultraman seems to be the one with the weirdest kaiju. Like, I, I always thought... I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm a bit naive. I just thought maybe it all came from the same thing. But um, once you start looking into the history of it and stuff, and obviously Ultraman being a 
uh, Monster of the Week type thing, of course there was more kaiju, because they were just like, oh, we've got to pump them out. While Godzilla or Gamera or something, it's their movies, aren't they? So obviously, you know. But... Well, I guess it's like um, Super Sentai. They go mm. through monsters like that every week. Yeah, exactly. So same same sort of thing. It's just, yeah. Yeah, and the Kamen Rider monsters and yeah. everything is always, yeah, just fascinating. I'm loving the ride. Just loving it. But um, wait, when you can get them for that cheap, I was just like, yes. Because I think, I don't know, you'd be lucky to get them here in the UK. You'd be lucky to get most of those figures for like 20 quid, less than 20 quid per. But I got yeah. a really good deal deal for them. So. Oh, amazing. So I'd rather, so yeah, I'll definitely go back to him because he's got loads of cool ones. Yeah. And I would love to get, also, uh, Koji McCartney, I'd love to grab one of your art pieces at one point because I do like that as well. I dig that. Put one of them in the office as well. What, nice. what about you? Did you get anything? No, I've, I've been doing the reverse. I've been selling stuff. Oh, you've been selling stuff? What yeah. have you been selling? Well, this is, I thought it was worth mentioning on here. I'm selling my food fighters. You're selling your food? Yeah. Wow. Okay, guys. How did they get in contact with you if you want to get rid of them? They've probably gone by now. They're probably gone by now. So I'm just saying if that. you were... Because you know, um, people do... People are really love food fighters. Well, well, this is why the, are you selling them? Well, because I've always said the thing... like The reason why I didn't keep like my turtles or my Star Wars figures and stuff like that is because I can go online and I can see any of those figures at any angle I want posed differently i can see catalogs of them i can see everything yeah and i always said to me the important figures to keep are the ones that you can't do that for mm. the obscure lines and i think i specifically said when i used to reference that like things like food fighters like this weird toilet yeah. but now it's huge and i can go online and do that so you're not too bothered about owning them you're more about oh that's interesting because i don't think we've discussed this as being toy collectors you're more interested in you don't you don't so you well, don't have to own them no, I would rather... There's stuff that I want to own. Yeah. But stuff that, like, from my childhood, I want to keep the thing... I, I I always want to keep things that I am unlikely to be able to see again. Yes. Because... Yeah. Um, and don't get wrong, there's plenty of stuff that, like, I'm never going to get rid of my Mighty Max no matter what. And I'm sure... I can definitely do that for Mighty Max. Yeah, see absolutely. See everything. There's that book but, now, isn't there? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks so good, that book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mate, because I, I, I got rid of all my Mighty Max. Yeah. I've just got, like, weirdly enough, I've just got some Mighty Max bits. That yeah, I've got, you know, I've got the two that yeah. are just over there. Uh, just a little just a little Max and a little, one of the little prototype looking oh, Max. Oh, bloody love them. I know, you love, yeah. <laughs> when you saw that, you were like, oh, I love that. And I, I love it. Right, I, really I really do. I, yeah, like I didn't that. really expect it was such a big deal for collectors to have that little Max. But, um, yeah, I never knew what it was until I did, delved into research, and then I think Ed's Retro Geek Out did a video on my Max as well, and it just sort of go, oh, it's a meant to be a prototype thing. Go, I, I don't, know, I, I didn't even know that when I was a kid. I was just like, oh, it's a weird coloured my Max for yeah. some reason. But um, yeah, I've got randomly, I've got bits. Of, oh, maybe I should show you them because I don't know if you need any. Do you need any my Max bits and? Pieces. Oh, I might do. Well, these are bit. These are obviously bits from sets that yeah. I've sold because I got rid of my Mighty Max ages oh, cool. ago, which I somewhat regret. But I'm also like, no, it's good that you got rid of that because there's more space for other stuff. Yeah. And like Mighty Max is like, it, you know, there's a reason I got rid of it. Uh, you know, same with Action Man. I, I miss Action Man, but also at the same time, like the Nineties Action Man. Yeah. But I'm also like, uh, I got rid of it for a reason. Yeah. There's a reason I haven't got rid of I don't know my my Batman figures. Or, mm. Stuff like that, do you know what I mean? Because I want them, and now as an adult, I've still got them. So yeah, and I'm still happy about that. But you know, but no, there's definitely a certain element for me. There are toys that I'm never going to get rid of because I love them. Yeah, but there's stuff that I would keep because they have memories attached to them, and, and yeah, I, I, I want to be able to see that. Um, but if some like the Star Wars figures, I, I have loads of good memories of playing with my Star Wars figures. But I don't feel the need to keep them all because I can see them and go, oh, do you remember that figure? Yes, I do. I've got a book with yeah, that that's figure what I'm in. Get, that's what I'm getting at. So it feels like there's you're sort of like... It's interesting that you say that. Mm. But I think that's kind of a similar... Hmm. I'm trying to think if I think that way about any toy line. Because I did start thinking like that with Masters Universe because I was going to consider yeah. selling my Masters Universe figures. Then I decided against it, and now I... I mean, I'm selling a few of them, but I, I quite dig having them now. I like it. But I was tempted to get that book, you know, the, the from uh, Pixel Dan, yeah. that, that book. The, uh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's just called Toys of the Masters of the Universe, that one. 
uh, because I'm like, well, I don't, and also I, I guess I probably still will get that book because I'm still not bothered about owning every single um, item yeah. on, in that book because that's just insane, and some of the things ask for so much money now. But um, I'm just wondering if there is a toy line like that. I suppose Action Man might be one of those things. Like I like looking at Action yeah. Man. I really appreciate the '90s Action Man, but I don't have to own any of the '90s mm. Action Man. And I think there might even be a slight weirdness that almost I'm more. If I haven't owned a toy, I'm more likely to want it now than if okay. I let one go. If that make like if I know I I had that, I played with that. Um, I don't need it anymore. I don't need it anymore. Okay. And like I don't feel. I'm sure there's definitely stuff that I regret getting rid of. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, when when things are so... And, you know, it's just the information age that we live in. When I can see so much of... So many toys that I had. Mm. Um, and I think this is also linked in with... You've got to remember, you're right on the edge, possibly slightly past. I can remember when things were gone, they were gone. I was yeah, never going to see them again. Yeah, absolutely. So that was my mindset for a yeah, long, yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, yes. Um, and certainly, like I bought, funnily enough, um, a few episodes ago, we were talking about the um, turtles movie figures, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the ones that Playmates did. I got one of them in a charity shop. I'd seen them on the back of the packet and never seen them in a on the back of the card. Yeah. Never see or in a catalogue possibly. Never saw them in a shop, so never got to own them. Found one in a charity shop, which I bought. But at that point, I had no way of finding the others. Unless I found them in a car boot or a charity Mm. shop. And I think there was always that element for me of, well, if I give any of these away, I will never see them again. Yeah, totally, yeah. So, because... But now you live in... But now it's the opposite. Yeah. You'll see food fight things again. I'm wondering when... Because this is the other thing with collecting as well. Sorry, we're going from time. No, no. But it... The thing is with collecting, because it's all a generational thing, isn't it? It's like, I'm what there'll be a point where, let's say, I think there'll be a point where Masters Universe figures aren't worth as much as they are. Maybe Oh, not, yeah. Yeah, the vintage ones in particular. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying Masters Universe won't still be around, of mm. course it will, or Transformers or any of this stuff, but I think you'll get to the point where mm, maybe Masters Universe is definitely a good, better example than Transformers. There'll be a point where, or G.I. Joe's, something like that, mm. there'll be a point where I think... Th- those people will outgrow and then the people that are collecting uh, another generation will be adults and they'll be more focused on Ben 10 and all this other stuff, yeah. right? Okay. Transformers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a bad example because they keep constantly rejuvenating themselves. Mm. It's probably a bad example. But stuff like Masters Universe, yeah, they've done a He-Man, there's a new He-Man show out now. Yeah. But I mean, has it gripped children? I don't know. I don't know. And, and I know children are still getting into the old He-Man stuff, but I would... But argue- then that's different now anyway because... And it's another, it links into what I was saying about things being gone. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if if you have a child at some point in the future, you can pick and you can show them Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. No, you I can, mean, yeah. You can show them the original He-Man cartoon. That's a good Just point Just because well. something is out now, it doesn't mean it's the thing yeah, that so will suppose, get consumed. Yeah, me saying that, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it'll be like, you know, but that that's... What I was getting at was just like, you know, it's it's more noticeable with video games. It gets to the point where, like, because of nostalgia, you get a point like there are less people are buying, say, Atari 2600 games yeah. than they are NES. And the reason they are, or NES or whatever you want to call it, Nintendo Entertainment System stuff, the reason for that is because those people are adults now. But they, that, that'll eventually happen. I think that'll eventually happen yeah. where those cartridges are primitive and no one wants to play those anymore. Yeah. But, like, you know, by then will be, like, N64 games. I mean, it's already happening. It already, yeah. It's already happening. But, I mean, like, you'll get to the point where, like, no one... The, 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 the value of a NES or a SNES or a Mega Drive game and before are going to get to the point where it's like no one wants them because, you know, the, the people that had the nostalgia for those games... Aren't really collecting anymore. But then we've got the other problem now in that, like I just said, you can watch anything, you can consume anything, you can you can play N64 games mm. on the Switch. Yeah. So you can consume anything. But that also has a knock-on effect that it means that as, as many people, and I'm not saying if this is a good or a bad thing, but um, they... Even if you don't, by the way, speaking of which, even if you don't take into um, account the switch you were just saying about yeah. the N64 thing, people have emulators. 
Absolutely. And that's been a, that's been a thing, a point of contention for quite quite some time. I sold all my SNES games. Sorry, I know this is a toy podcast, not a video game podcast, but still kind of related. But the SNES, uh, I, I sold my SNES and all mm. my games, bar two, just because I have such fond memories of them, mm. uh, because I have a SNES Mini that I hacked and it has all those ROMs on there and stuff like that. And that's fine. I'm very similar. That's very similar here. Yeah. That's what I did to my NES. Uh, yeah. and that, that's only within the last year I've sold that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, but, you were saying. No, no, yeah. Because of that, companies are just using old IPs because they have automatic name recognition. You mm. don't have to build a brand. You don't yeah. have to build a following. Look at Mattel. Which, yeah, absolutely. I think Mattel. I don't remember the last time Mattel actually made something anything anything new. I they're just, they're just, I mean, they're just living off their brands, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, absolutely. They're good brands like Barbie, Masters University. They're good brands. Yeah. It's just that Monster High. Monster. Oh, Monster High is Mattel. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that's how just old is come that back. now? Well, it started in two thousand and eight. I want to say somewhere around okay, there. Okay, so that's starting again to the yeah, like, their, their sort of legacy type. Um, oh yeah, uh, like yeah, it, I didn't realize it, it's that old. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was technically Generation Three because they did do a. Oh my god. Weird, well, a bit like Transformers, I suppose yeah. they did a soft relaunch of mm-hmm. it at one point with new movies and more. Yeah. Disney esque designs for the characters, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, which didn't go down well. But um, but because there's there's this thing, and I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast, and I can't remember if we talked about it, um, or if I even talked about it with you. And it's a thing that a lot of fans worry about. And do you know what? I don't think they should because it's fine. If G.I. Joe dies as a recognised popular culture thing, it's fine. You've still got your toys. You, do... you can still collect them. Why do you need it to be in the zeitgeist? Why do you need it to be... Is that a fan thing? I was going to say, is that sure that's not Hasbro? Surely that's just Hasbro. No, fans like... But if you look at any sort of... A lot of videos are like, oh, uh, Hasbro killing such and such a line. Oh, they're destroying this line by making bad products. Right. And it's like... And and it's and like people will be like, oh yeah, but it means it's going to end and like it, but things end. And that's fine. That is fine. That they that um things die. Uh, I'm just trying to think if anything has done that, like any toys that you can think of, like Ben Ten. Has Ben Ten just died? I mean, I don't. Cause it, didn't it? Because it had a it had a second gen. It like had a second gen. A new art style. And stuff. I don't think it's anywhere at the moment. Well, that's a good point. And also, I'm I I don't have children, Bionicle. so I don't know. Whilst but Lego, whilst Legos, yeah, but whilst it's still going, it's gone. Uh, true, I suppose. I suppose. Oh, sorry. Well, whilst Lego is still going, Bionicle has. But gone. the only thing I could think of that's you know what is isn't actually that great is stuff like Skeleton Warriors. Yeah. Which died, and no one touches that because it died, and it was like, mm. oh, it wasn't very good. So the end of. Um, but I would argue even something like Biker Mice from Mars, it's really collector-driven lines that are the only thing picking that up. They're not. They're not, they're not continuing well, they're... that as a toy store brand. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, but they but they already had a reboot beforehand, didn't they? That's what, this isn't this is the third time with them. Yeah, but that didn't stick. No, that's, I suppose. But I do agree with what you're saying. I just I'm yeah. just trying to think of like any franchise I can think of that died and never came back. I guess besides Skirt and Warriors, and I guess um, what was it uh, Pirates of Dark Water is another one. Yeah, well, I mean, but it depends on what you mean by coming back because there are hundreds of toy lines that, like, Peter Pan and the Pirates. Do you remember that? That was mm-hmm. like a cartoon show that had a toy line. That's gone. Yeah. Like Conan the Adventurer. Yeah. Now I'm thinking there is there there is quite a few. I don't know. Just because I just um, I think we're getting to the point where a lot. I'm, of... I mean, you could argue Ghostbusters, really. No, you couldn't. That keeps coming back. No, it keeps what trying. Oh come on! Look, I I feel this movie oh. they've done is definitely going to. Yeah, but. Other than when that movie came out, that toy line didn't do well. Mm. That's gone now. They're not making any new stuff for it. I wonder, and also, like again, it's like I think this is the fear with like I think we've had this discussion before. Actually, we must have done where these toy toy manufacturers are focusing way too much on the collectors now, and I think that's great and all, but like, and it's it happened with the comic book industry. It happened with like other people. It's like. Again, I'm going back to video games. Pokemon is one. Mm. Pokemon is aimed at children, right? And that's how it should be. 
and you get a lot of fans complain about that. So I guess this is where the fan thing comes in. Mm. Fans complaining about it, saying like this isn't for me, so it's not meant to be for you. No. And I think that's something I worry with toy lines because if you if you keep making things for adults, there won't be new adults like enjoying that product. But later. that's that's what I'm saying is fine. Why does it matter? Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, why does it matter? Why like? You, if you, you want can... it to be a, a constant legacy brand, though, and I think that's what the thing with Hasbro... I think it's... G.I. Joe is a very good example of this. Mm. Hasbro doesn't know what the hell to do with G.I. Joe, and I think that's why it's dying. Well... Because now they don't know what to do with it. Because I, just I like... don't think it's just that, though. Not with G.I. The problem with G.I. Joe is military is different today than it was in the 80s. Yeah, I agree with that, but like, the, but the only people that are getting GI Joes or even in, interested in GI Joes are those kids from the eighties that are now. But but even kids in the eighties would still have played soldiers as a kid out in the back garden. Yeah, I agree with Children that. Children today yeah. don't play soldiers. No, exactly. Soldiers aren't presented as some sort of heroic figure, mm-hmm. and you can. I, I don't think they should be because I don't think that no, is. No, I, I, do, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. but not how they used to be. Like, yay, brave! So they are still a little bit in America. Don't I would imagine, but yeah, obviously could, we yeah, can't. Obviously. We can't speak. Speak, but for that from here, but um, it like that whole line is about soldiers, hmm. and it's because I'm going to go off on a weird tangent. It's because. We don't have a shared cultural identity anymore. That's the problem with all toys now. We don't have a shared cultural experience in a way that until about 2005, 2006, we did. You would have watched... Oh, I see what you're saying. You would have seen bits and pieces of cowboy films, war films, Mm -hmm. on telly because Mm -hmm. they were shown. You can't now accidentally find a program. You can't accidentally discover a program you like. Yeah, or Be- at least it's harder now. I would. You could still. You could still. But I mean, like, I well, no, say but, but you a would, lot less than it was before. I would agree with. But know. but what I mean is, you can't access. You'd have to be going out looking for something. Yeah. No. I, I, Whereas I get, before, but, but, if you but, get home and turn the TV on. There would, there could well yeah. have been something. But you could have said that, yeah. Like I, I, I mean, you did say two thousand four, didn't you? Or something like that. Yeah, I would about say that. like with, with the invention of like um, digital t- TV and stuff like mm. that. I, I would that's say, definitely when it started. Yeah, and Freeview and stuff because it's like yeah. you know, like I mean, obviously it's happened all the time with Sky, but like on like Freeview TV or whatever TV you'd have in America, or whatever, you obviously could see like what the show was called and you'd know about it and that would be it. Um, and now, obviously. You know, we don't really need to say it, but we'll say it for the sake of it. Streaming, obviously, you can't now. What you know, you yeah. can't accidentally come across. I see what you're saying, but people I, still have TV licenses, and people still can do it. I just think yes, it's very but, rare now. But as a culture, yeah. there isn't something that everyone consumes. Hmm. Past about 2005, Beyonce, Rihanna, yeah, that's the last time you could have asked most people in the street to name a pop star in the charts, and they'd be able to. You might get that a little I, bit. I, with... I, I, would, I would, I would argue now, this is a bit out of our depth. No, no, no. Because I mean, like, I don't even have a, ra- I don't have a radio. I don't have like. But but that's what I mean. But in the past, everyone would have the same oh, cultural touchstones. I guess. And and that's why Army would resonate with loads of people in a way that it just doesn't now, and it can't ever mo- f- from here on in. I... So if you've got a line that is essentially an army line hmm. the money is in the people that love that line already you're not going to get kids to love that yeah no, I agree with that um, I think yeah out of all of Hasbro's lines that might be a difficult one to I think that's why Action Man doesn't exist anymore yeah the whole and that's why whenever it comes back since the 90s it's been collectors it's always been in collector boxes aimed at collectors yeah 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 um, because and actually that's the thing Going back to what we were saying, and I'd, I'd like to backtrack all of this with this is my opinion. I'm not sure yeah, yeah, this yeah. as, you know, this is law or anything like that. Because I did want to mention that with the, when it came to the charts and music, I yeah. wouldn't have known anyway. I, I, I would have known it. I, I, but, you know, but you knew who Beyonce was. True. But I know who Ariana Grande is. I don't. So there you go. <laughs> 
No, she is. I don't know if she's in the chart anymore, but I know yeah. she's a famous singer. Who, 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 oh, no, like, I do know. Yes, no, yeah, no, I do know her. Is. Yes, I do. Yes. Sound like a really awful Christmas song that kept playing. Oh, I don't know the Christmas song, but oh, I do know I her. Know. I don't even know the tune. Um, I know the tune, I don't know the words. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But that's why there's not properly been a new Christmas song. Yes. Because there isn't a shared experience. Mm. Um, but going back to something you were saying, and like I say, this isn't... When you say that companies are focused on collectors... Mm. They only are for certain markets. I think because actually the majority of the toy business is for like preschool children. That's where the majority of well, toy buying is. But I do feel it's like it's preschool children, and then there's like and then it's adults. It does feel a bit like that now. But then that's because the invent of like you could say is the invent of games and stuff. Like obviously, yeah. a lot of kids like in between there are playing Fortnite, uh, and I think I think Hasbro's Fortnite toy line has done all right. Yeah, it's done because fine. Because it's based on a video game. Yeah. And I think, don't they even offer something where you get codes or Yes, like they that? do. Yeah, this is, what, this is how you do it. That's Although do th- it. I've got a feeling, Mattel, will, um, not Mattel, McFarlane were, I think, possibly one of the first to they do had, that. Yeah, they had Weren't Fortnite. They? they had Fortnite. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, codes in games. Codes for games in game toys. But didn't they not have a Fortnite? For- I'm sure they had Fortnite. No, did so they? It w- yeah, it wasn't Hasbro at first. Hasbro's only had it for, a- I'm sure it was a different company that had them. My, I don't think it was... I don't was know, actually. It feels like it was McFarlane. I'm pretty sure it was. I might be wrong. Or maybe it was. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. That's why <laughs> there was a code in them. Yeah, that would make sense, actually. Yeah, I think it was them. And then yeah. Hasbro got the license. And now and they did. Yeah. I'm sure that's what happened. I'm not going to check because I feel we've been going on for quite a while. So but, I'm not going to check. But just yeah. before we finish... Yeah, go on. But that Fortnite line is named at Collector's. No, but that's one of the only toys I can think of that is having a lot of success. Lightyear for, for children. wasn't aimed at collectors. No, I'm talking about like, was it successful though? Was that to- was that toy line successful? I mean, the Fortnite that, one is doing really well apparently. So that's a whole that's other argument. So we won't get into that. Okay. But, um, it's only legacy lines that are aimed at collectors. No, I agree with that. No, no, no. That's not... I think we're getting confused about what we're saying. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying either. I'm not yeah. saying like... I'm just saying like in terms of like, you, you know, to keep a um, a legacy for a franchise, although you don't know if you need to do that, you have to... You do have to aim for a generation below because it's like they're the ones that will then keep continuing. Like, it's like comics. Like, you know, one of the things that Darwin... Mm. It is relevant. I know it sounds like it's not, but... Yeah, yeah. But Darwin Cook, the late Darwin Cook, the late great Darwin Cook, who's a really good artist and illustrator copyright and everything he kept complaining to marvel because marvel focused so heavily on the on the actual adult market mm. that they were like well what's going to happen when all those um um old spider-man fans die out you're not going to have that and you need to start you know addressing a younger audience or, or look sorry not that sorry not spider-man fans spider-man comic fans i should say yeah because you know luckily we have all these movies and stuff but then kids aren't going to read comics if you're not aiming at comics and i feel that's the same with toys it's like the kids eventually will be more into playing video games. I know it's probably different for your child because your child has grown up with you. But but like there's a lot of there's a lot and I'm not blaming video games no, either. No, 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 I'm no. absolutely not. I'm just saying like you you it's it's But we've just discussed that Fortnite is selling. Yeah, and that's the only time where I've seen where I've heard so, and it's got so oh, it's, I think, there's I a think, good, there's a good translation between video games and like the So merchants. I think my point is unlike well, Minecraft, when the Minecraft stuff was out. Yeah, that's still... Because the game... Yeah, no, like, because I remember when uh, we were Among Us sells all right. Yeah, yeah, and that does um, But unlike S- Spider-Man and for Marvel and comics, I think the difference is for a toy company, those legacy lines are a small part of their overall business. Yeah. So they still make lots of money elsewhere. Mm. Losing those lines won't hurt them because there'll be more games, more yeah. shows that they can make toys from and make money. Yeah. Whereas... If you like Marvel, are about their core characters. Trying to introduce a new character is very difficult for Marvel. Yeah, yeah, sure. In a way that introducing a new toy based on the newest cartoon that kids love mm-hmm. is very easy for a toy company. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, that was a bit of a. I don't know if that was a, that kind of went all over the place, but yeah, yeah. you get the idea, everybody. We should uh, talk about what we're going to talk about. Absolutely. You don't have anything. You, you, you. So you sold your food fighters. Is what we were. Getting. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> right yeah and I kind of get what you're saying about the whole thing about like oh yeah you know I don't need it anymore because uh, but that's a personal thing isn't it it's like, yeah absolutely like you said, it's just like oh I just 
I don't need them more. I can look at them, and that's yeah. fine. And as long as you get that enjoyment out of it, yeah. Whereas, fine. like, e- e- even though you can go and see all the Kenner Beetlejuice figures online, yeah. I don't want to get rid of them. That it's not about not being able to yeah. see them for me. It's about having them for me. But, and I think that's the thing. You don't have to. I'm not saying you're coming up with excuses. But no, you no. You have to come up with excuses anyway because I feel like it's like if you feel like you're done with a line, you feel you're done with a Absolutely. line. Absolutely, and that's and that's fine and to think, move on from a uh, line. Yeah, and I think that's the thing with food fighters, especially now because food fighters are worth money. So maybe yes. it's a good time to do if you want to get rid of your food fighters. <laughs> you know. Um, cool. So, uh, Alex, what were we what were we talking about? Well, slightly inspired by your uh, recent yeah. purchase history. We're going to have a little chat about Hero Quest because I think it's a line that we both have a vague history with. Mm. So, um, so I think it's the perfect kind of topic for us. Hero Quest, deep inside another dimension, face battling barbarians and evil magic on a quest for adventure in a maze of monsters. This is Hero Quest, the fantasy adventure game where winning means mastering the arts of combat. I'll use my broadsword and magic. Fire of wrath. Once you get into it, you'll never be the same. Hero Quest. Now with two new adventure packs, the legend grows. So yeah, the advert I played at the start there was uh, the advert from the uh, from for Hero Quest from the UK. Yes. But have you? Did you know there was also an American version of that same advert? Basically the same. R- what the same exact shots same, and everything. Same exact. Right, okay. Hang on, I'll play it to you now. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm just going to play it to you now. Because, um, weirdly enough, do you think that sounds like Christopher Lee? I think Or at that, least a very understated... That is either Christopher Lee or Graham Crowden doing that. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know, because I couldn't find anything on it. I couldn't find any, no. obviously. It's very. It's like, who, who did this 1991 rated commercial for? Because it sounds very Christopher Lee, but there was yeah. a bit in there that sounded like Graham Crowden. But um, yeah, here's the here's the American one, guys. Hero Quest, deep inside another dimension, face battling barbarians and evil magic on a quest for adventure in a maze of monsters. This is Hero Quest, the fantasy adventure game where winning means mastering the arts of combat. I'll use my broadsword and magic. Fire of wrath. Discover traps and enemies. Uncover secret doors. Once you get into it, you'll never be the same. That's exactly basically that is the exact same. So advert. it's basically the same advert. Yeah. They just it's just at the end they don't show the expansions. No. Uh, the prices are obviously in dollars. Yeah. And again, different narrate. It's a different narrator. It is a different and, narrator. And like obviously, obviously the kids have been dubbed yeah. differently. So. I mean, yeah. Because if you what a difference to the, the UK. I use my broadsword. <laughs> That's like my favorite. I, I discovered it before we started this this episode. And I mean, Hero Quest is brilliant. I love Hero yeah. Quest. But I think that is my favorite thing. It's That's the fact so that good. They were like sitting there going like, no, guys, we can't have that advert play. <laughs> can't have that commercial play here. He sounds like a peasant. <laughs> we can't be having that. Get Joshua over here to do it. And it's just like, because it is very much like, oh, use me broadsword. <laughs> That's and amazing. <laughs> and then, and then. And then in the American one, it's like, I'll use my broadsword. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's so weird. But um, yeah, it's, um, what's his name? Uh, Tony J. I don't think that is Tony J. You don't Jay. think it? I, I don't think that's I Tony J. I think it's Jay. Christopher Lee and Tony J just doing very understated voices. I know that I, there was too much there that wasn't Tony J for me. All right, I'll see what you guys think. Because honestly, to, I think to, that's Tony J. Tony J, if you listen to Tony J in Beauty and the Beast and um, Hunchback in Notre Dame, yeah. it's the same voice. There's no difference in the voice. Yeah, but I also would argue that the UK version, that Christ, that is Christopher Lee, but it doesn't sound like Saruman or like Count Dooku or or the Dracula or it. it, it I don't know. I think it does. I think it, for me, it's either those guys or it's just someone doing an impression of that person. See, the American one to me just sounded more like generic movie guy. Oh, weird. Yeah. I definitely thought when I was watching it, I was like... But that first one definitely could be Christopher Lee. But I was like watching it and like, even if they're not, let's say that, that's, you know, for the sake of what I'm talking about, let's say mm. that is them. I thought it was just very interesting watching it because it was basically oh, the same the advert. Same thing. Same advert, but they've just basically gone like, right, here's an American version, right yeah. down to just being like, hmm. But it was always... Who, which actor would we use that's a, like a famous narrator actor that we could use? Like, well, here, it's like, of course it'd be Christopher Lee or Tom Baker. Yeah. Be one of those two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Be and they're going, oh, Christopher Lee, perfect. 
No, oh, I'll do. And it's like this, and I was like, oh, let's get that Tony Jay guy. He's already done the Star Wars Kenner stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, it, it, let, I mean, I'm just saying for this. I discussion. mean, it might be Tony Jay. It didn't sound like it to me, but it oh, could right. well be. Have a, have a listen yeah. again. I'm not going to play it again, guys, because no. it's just going to be able to. The whole, but the, but the whole advert is shot to do that, though. That's why when mm. he says, oh, use me broadsword, he's holding the cards up in front yeah. of his mouth. No, he's not even. No, it's cut before he even says anything. I thought it when he said it, you could because when he oh, holds maybe, his card up, he's he, covering his mouth when he, he holds it. Up. Oh, okay, maybe then. But the, but like I know when the cut happens, he says, yeah. "Oh, use me broadsword." <laughs> so it's like it just like they probably it probably wasn't even filmed in England or America. It might be like a French. Thing, oh, it could well they, be. And they just went like, "Oh, that'll do. We'll uh, we'll reuse that." And oh, uh, random little fact though. Yeah. Just well before we start, obviously Hero Quest very linked to Space Crusade. Yes. Um, and just different ends of the. Fantasy spectrum. Yeah. Um, in Germany, it was called Space Quest, so that it was like Hero Quest. Oh, but, which is such a good idea. Yeah, why would they not do? <laughs> Should we actually talk about what Hero Quest is? Yeah. Though I realise we've just done all this. We've gone onto a tangent. <laughs> we haven't actually talked about what Hero Quest is. <laughs> Hero Quest is a board game uh, by NB Games and uh, Games Workshop. Yeah. Uh, Made by a guy who left Games Workshop to go to NB. What weird? That's really? how that's how the connection happened. He left, <laughs> started a job at MB, and then was like, oh, "I've got an idea for a game." Um, and oh. I, I think, um, I think he originally went to Games Workshop just for the miniatures, but mm. ended up a full-on collaboration for rules and stuff as well. Oh no way! Okay, because I think in America it's called the uh, Hero Quest Adventure System. Yes, it is. It is. Um, weirdly enough, so I, I'm, even though I have such a big personal history with this I don't actually know much about the actual history of the making mm. of the game uh, but Alex did a lot of research so he's he's good to go so I'm going to follow his lead a bit but um, shall we talk about our personal history with Hero Quest? Yeah yeah absolutely so that's what this podcast is really about. Hero Quest for me is an incredibly important game in my childhood like I, I loved this game I still I, and and obviously as you know I recently rebought it yeah because um although I have like two copies with bits missing and stuff I've been always wanting to get a complete set you always wanted a complete unpainted set uh, yeah well that's what I mean a complete a complete like factory like reset basically um on my hit request if you if it was a computer game I would reset I would factory reset it basically although just on a on a side note sorry to derail where you're going yeah when i first moved in with some friends in 2003 my friend wanted that for um space crusade mm-hmm. he wanted an undone like and we got one off ebay and we're like oh that's a bit pricey Are you sure you want to go for that he was like yeah so he bought it it was 30 quid it's crazy now isn't it <laughs> yeah it's crazy because i mean you'd be lucky to get a, a copy of her quest for under 70 now yeah like as in decent nick with all the bits and pieces and stuff, and, and even mine's a bit battered yeah. in places. But an unused one, can you imagine? Hundreds. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Hero Quest is really important to me because it was my first foray into board games that were not your gen- your, your typical not generic. I shouldn't say that, but you know, your sort of your 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 chart topping board games, your 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 state your quintessential board games. It wasn't your Monopoly. It wasn't your Scrabble. Dare I say it wasn't your Cluedo? Do you mean it wasn't in in that sort of like that you know those top games that people yeah. use? Family games. Yes, it was. It was outside of that realm, and I. It was the first time I started um, experiencing story-driven games as well with a narrative, and um, because of that, if it wasn't for HeroQuest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play Dungeons and Dragons. So it has that direct effect on me. If it wasn't for that, no Dungeons and Dragons for me. And Dungeons and Dragons is something I've been playing since I was fourteen. So it's very important. Um, I got Hero Quest from my friend Johnny. Don't know if you're listening, Johnny. It's probably not. <laughs> but Johnny, uh, one of my oldest friends, he had it in his shed, and I remember him um, saying, "Do you want it? Because we don't want it." And I'm not surprised because Johnny, even to now would not be interested in like fantasy stuff or anything like that. It's not his thing. But while with me, it is. I like that sort of stuff. And I wanted to give it a go. Fine. He had no interest in playing it either. But that's fine. Uh, so my other friends, uh, Giles and uh, his sister, Caroline, we end up playing it a Just lot so frequently. Know, that sounds really posh. Yeah. My friends, Giles and Caroline. <laughs> say they were posh though not knocking them no, no. I'm just saying it's just very funny but you're right when I yeah. said Charles and Caroline but <laughs> but you know they're old friends and I, I knew them at high school and we um, we played HeroQuest 
and um, because they'd played it before, so they're like, "Oh, we know how to play it." And so we like every like every Monday or something like that. I can't remember what day it was. Obviously, it was a very long time ago. But like every uh, week or every other week, we would play HeroQuest. The thing was with it, um, the copy that I got from uh, Johnny uh, had so many bits missing, including the quest book, which is the main That's, thing you need. Yeah, absolutely. Because how HeroQuest works is you're playing the board game, and one person is the the game master, much like a DM or dungeon master, and then the other people play characters heroes we couldn't play the elf because uh although i had his card i believe i didn't have the miniature so it's like well, no elf then throw that out uh and obviously the gm didn't have a book so in the end i remember giles taking it and he just went oh i'm just gonna do whatever and he did it and it was great and i fell in love with it and then so then i i wanted to do it more so i think we took it in turns but i then became because it was my copy of the game i became the regular gm but i had to make up stuff and I have very fond memories of that, where we were just making up stories for this game. That's awesome. Yeah, and it became like Advanced Hero Quest without actually owning Advanced Hero Quest, which we'll talk about later. Mm. But um, yeah, it was just making up stories and all these characters and the stats for these characters. I think we had we ended up making it advanced because there was stuff like I included stuff so you could have a like a like a, a steed, so you'd be like horses and they'd have HP and they'd have a rolling dice and stuff. And it was just like yeah, I I Hero Quest I have a lot of fond memories for. So again, this new copy of it was just really, it was, it was, it's great um, because I finally own a complete copy. So what about you? Do you, what's your personal memory? So I remember it coming out. That's the, the right. thing that I remember most. Yeah. Um, that and Space Crusade being trailed heavily on TV. Maybe it wasn't heavily. Maybe I just happened to see the few. Yeah. Maybe it was heavily efforts. for you. Yeah. You just happened it's, to be at those moments. Yeah. yeah. Um, and really wanting it. And I can't remember what I did but I saved up the money to buy it I, mm. I, I like by doing jobs and I can't remember what jobs I did but I remember that was my goal to get Hero Quest and I definitely bought it from Langley's no way Langley's here working. in Europe yeah, yeah. Uh, um, a, 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 a local uh, toy shop here very old toy shop how um, long has it been around do you know oh since like I think it's, it's old right it, like like a hundred like getting on like early nineteen hundreds. Yes, it crazy. Started. That's crazy. Um, or a version of it. Started. Yeah, of course, because it's moved around. Yeah, now, but yeah. Um, and it was nineteen ninety five. I remember it being nineteen ninety five was the, the the price of it because just and this isn't going to make any sense for listeners, so I apologise for this. You know, <laughs> like you know, like in the front of the arcade. Yeah, yeah. Langley's used to have like a little window that displayed prices and stuff, and it had in that right at the front of the arcade Hero Quest no 1995. Way. Amazing. Um, so I remember going, Oh, that's <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's cheaper. Crazy. 20 quid. I know that's crazy. Um, I remember going, I remember going, <laughs> I remember saying to you know, my mom and dad, Oh, that's cheaper than it is in wherever it was, Argos, or wherever we'd seen it. Like, oh, that's cheaper. So if I buy that, can I buy something else? And they were like, "Well, it's like nineteen ninety nine in the other shops, rather than that." It's oh, like, I see. Four p cheaper. You can't actually that's, buy anything. But you're right, mate. It was cheaper. It was cheaper. You're not lying, um, mum. So I so I saved up the money. I got it from Langley's, um, but um, the, the the problem. I say problem. So I'm in no way a sort of sociable. I wasn't a sociable child at all. Mm. I didn't. I had no interest in going to anyone else's house or having anyone else around, which consequently made it quite difficult to have a game of yeah. You can't replay really Hero, Hero Quest. Quest. Years. <laughs> they do make board games now for single players. Yeah, which I think is quite fun. Um, you'd, so, you'd love it. So I ended up using it much more as just setting up everything to literally play with. Yeah, that's kind of what I did with Space Crusade. Oh, okay. Because I had that first. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I had that first um, because my brother had it. Mm. And he let, gave it to me, and I ended up just playing with it. I didn't really do... Which is why, when I first... When I saw HeroQuest, I was like, Oh, that's the fantasy version of that space game. Because it's the it's the Warhammer guys. And that's how I... Because Games Workshop's obviously the Warhammer people. And so I kind of got that from looking at that and going, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, HeroQuest was the ge board game that I actually played the board game. While Space Crusade, I've never played. Yeah, I've never played the See, board game. That's how I am with. Yeah, so you're the other way HeroQuest. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. So I ended up just. I think I might have. Do like, you still have your copy of Space Crusade? The HeroQuest. 
Do you have a copy of Space Crusade though? No, I never had it. Oh, you never had it. Sorry. I never. I, Sorry. No, I'd have loved Space. Oh, I thought Crusade. you said you played Space Crusade. No. Oh, okay. No, I would like. By the time I was, oh, I should have bought the space one. Um, mm, it, it was it, long, long gone. gone. No. Um, no, I used to have that, but so, I, I, that's long gone now. Yeah. Which is a shame because I would have loved to have kept that. That's another one where I wouldn't. I if I could, if I could afford it, I would get. A, another one because it's just I've got memories of them even though I never played that one but I'd be up for playing it yeah. I'm up for playing HeroQuest again totally down for that um, see because I know if I had friends around I had a friend around I didn't yeah, hang around in big groups that, yeah. so you even, can't play it you can't play people. it with two people so I never it's just going to be one guy bullying the other yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how two player HeroQuest works <laughs> oh, I've got so, all these goblins and you got to fight them yeah what? Why can't I have a goblin? <laughs> More than one character? No. Although, who did you who did you play as? What when I played? Um, yeah. Hero Quest. I think I played the barbarian. I think. See, I I always I when I bought it, I was like, it's because the barbarian looks so cool on the front cover. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I always played the elf. I always liked the miniature uh, I, of the I, elf. I didn't, elf, I didn't have the elf. Yeah. I didn't have the elf. Didn't have the elf. Um. Because the elf's got a sword, hasn't he? He's got well, like I'm a little to sword. If, I can't remember if it was... Uh, no, it, I definitely didn't have the elf. I didn't have the I, I didn't have the elf because I know I ended up having two mm. wizards, two dwarves and two um, barbarians when I got the, uh, yeah. the other version. Cause Did that I, still not have an elf in it? No, I had an elf. In, oh, just I had one. An elf in okay, this, that's right. I had yeah. an elf in this version yeah. that I got. So this is, this is the other thing. Sorry, I should really... I should really elaborate what I'm talking about. So I in my lifetime, I've owned three hero quests. <laughs> One from my friend Johnny with bits missing. One I bought from a car boot for like, I don't know, five pounds. Also had bits missing. And this new one I got is the first time I bought one where it's complete. So that's why I only had one elf. Because it came in the second set I bought from the car boot. But still had bits missing. Yeah. Um, And I think I finally had the, the game book. But, I mean, at this point, I was like, why would I need it? I've literally been making up stories as I go along. So I've never actually played with that game book. So hence why... It would be nice if we did this before the uh, recording or something, but playing a game with that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that at some point and talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. But um, there was actually books released for Hero Quest. You mentioned. um, That were sort of like adventure game books, which I wish I'd sort of known about at the time, because I think I could have got into them. Yeah, I think I would have got into them. So we do love game books here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it'll be, but they are. They now go for silly money. I think pretty much anything Hero Quest goes for silly money. That isn't the board game, and even that yeah. goes for quite expensive. It does, it really doesn't it? Because um, I sold mine last year, hmm. um, and I think it went for about sixty quid in the end. Amazing. And well, my, the copy I bought was about sixty-five or something. Yeah, like seventy. Uh, speaking of which, <laughs> bit of foley. We love a bit of foley. I brought it here so we can have a look at it. So there's my copy, my new copy of HeroQuest. Amazing. Uh, not to be confused with the new. Oh, I forgot about where it tells you how to put everything together yeah, inside with the old lid. board games. Do you remember with old board games they would always do this thing where they had like yeah all the all instructions. Of yeah. The assembly was on the lid and it was always white and it all it was blue. I wonder why it was blue rather than black, as in the text. Maybe they were worried about bleed through. Maybe I always wondered about that because you get it like you could look at your co- you get your yeah. mouse trap and it'd be all in blue ghost and white. In... Oh, ghost yeah. castle might be in red. Oh, interesting. I'd need to check. Why? Why is that? That's weird. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so what I did was I swapped out all the accessories I could. But uh, yeah, it's complete. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Can See, and, and, and that's the other thing about selling stuff. It's kind of like I can just come around here and look at yours. That's true, that's true. And I, I'm really happy I bought this. Um, but I can't, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's weird seeing this now and all these memories rush back to me. Yeah. Because, I, like, like I said, we, we just, we had so much fun with this. We introduced new characters and new creatures with different stats and stuff. But yeah, it was really interesting as well because it was like, you were using these unique die that came yeah. with it with the skulls and stuff and the shields. Yeah, I always like the the elf with his little sword. Mm. I always loved that. But so some of this is painted, that, and that was the one that you bloody hell. Why is he just painted in? Oh, that was me. That was, oh, was that, that you? That's my version. It's because um that was on that was from the second car boot. Uh, that was the second car boot copy. Yeah. That I then didn't like the painting, and so I spray painted it black, ready to paint. Oh, over to again. repaint. And I never painted. It. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um. So it looks like some sort of onyx statue. Hmm. 
But these have all been spray. Um, these have all these ones I got have all been least painted grey. Yeah. Um, which I quite like. I quite dig it actually. I quite it's, like the But then I always liked the sort of. Um, yeah, I like the coloured plastic. That's yeah. The thing. But I like the grey plastic ones. Mm. The 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 big knight looking dudes. Yeah. I can't remember what they're called. Space crew. Oh, I can't remember what they're called either. I'll say on here. So like, yeah, you would fight the. Um, we should actually really talk more about the board game itself, actually. <laughs> About, I know it's about our memories, yeah. but actually, because there's a lot of people that probably haven't played them. Yeah. But yeah, so you would, so the GM would be like in charge of all the monsters and all the the, the the events that happen, and they would follow it from this book here, the quest book. That's what it's called. I kept calling it the wrong thing, but it's, the, it's a the, quest the missing book. book. Yeah, the missing book that I didn't have. Uh, now I do. Uh, so they would like have the map in front of them, oh, yeah. as well as what the story. Because I would set these up. I would set up the because each. Like bit for the dungeon master character yeah. had like where to put everything on the board, so I would set that stuff up, but then just play. Hmm. Would you like me to? I'm gonna pretend you're. I'm. I'm, I'm the yeah. Of this. Uh, the trial. You have learned well, my friends. Now has come the time of your first trial. You are to travel east and enter the catacombs of Verag, a foul gargoyle. The catacombs guard the tomb of the Fel Felmark. Felmark. What the hell's a Felmark? <laughs> this is just well, like this is just what it's like playing. Well, well to be fair, they're dead, whatever they are. <laughs> the trial is not as easy. Sorry. <clears throat> the trial is not easy, and some of you will not return. What? Really? That's the it's the first game. That's crazy. <laughs> Those who do survive will continue their training. This is your first step on the road to becoming a hero. Tread carefully, my friends. That would be what the person would read. And then they'd have all these notes that I'm not supposed to read to you. Like, yeah. if the character player asks to look inside the treasure chest, he will find 100 gold coins. Spoilers. Uh, he should record this on his character sheet. Okay, first of all, uh, his character sheet... My friend Caroline is a, it was a girl. I presume still is a girl. Uh, so that's a bit misogynistic. But then all the characters were male. That's a good point. Take it all back. I take it all back. But that brings up another point. Sort that out, games. They workshop, did in some of the expansion packs. Yeah, you could didn't they? You could finally play a woman. Yeah, they did a, a a lady barbarian and a lady elf. I think. Brilliant. Larbarians and elves. It's interesting. It says his, rather than the player. They did that with magic cards as well. There's a lot of old magic cards that say his play. You know thing. But then for this one, that all the all the characters are male. So. Oh yeah, well still though. Alright, okay. Sort it out. <laughs> um But yeah, I so that you would read that out and then there would be at the top of the um, the double page spread that'd actually be the map and then the GM would like lay out as like um, Alex was saying when he was on you know on his own like a loser. He would actually Yeah. No, that's <laughs> fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> You'd play it out and you put that all then there, it's ready to go. Um I guess by room. Because I guess the player would start in the players would start in A, and then you wouldn't want to reveal the rest of it, or would you? I don't know. No, I think you set it all up beforehand. Oh, really? I think. I don't know. I don't know actually. I can't remember. No, you wouldn't, would you? No, because you don't want no, you don't yeah. want the players to see what's going on. I like at the back as well though. They've got like a little map, I believe, is it at the back? There's one place where they've got like a blank. Oh, there you go. I know it's in the middle where you can design your own. Well, there was a whole. I photocopied that and I was using that. that. Oh really? There was like a create your own adventure expansion pack. So you released. can gather. I never got the expansions. Yeah. But, and yeah, so you could play as a barbarian, a wizard, an elf, or a dwarf, and they came on little cardboard. I love those things little cardboard things that you would punch out. I guess I don't know because I never had it. Um, and then you would get like a miniature for each character, each character, and yeah, that would be it. And you had spells and you had equipment. The monsters that the GM would control are the orcs. The Fimir, 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 F-I-M-I-R, which is like a lizard thing, uh, a zombie, a mummy. Oh, I like the, the mummies yeah, were awesome. I like these illustrations, I'm just looking, these cards are in really they good are. nick as well, like normally the one I've got is all bad, obviously. Skeleton, oh, yes, gargoyle, and a chaos warrior is what that thing's called, and a goblin. See, now I'm just going to throw this out, out there. Yeah. Uh, I think that gargoyle is way cooler than the demogorgon that they use in Stranger Things. Oh, I don't know about that. Because like, the no, the actual little figure. I think the demogorgon's really cool though. Mm. But then he's like that lizard type snake thing, and I quite like that. No, I want a big gargoyle man. Yeah, it's with. Although I never noticed this before. If you look at the symbol they use for the maps and the actual image of the gargoyle, it doesn't look like the same gargoyle. 
Uh, it actually looks more like um, Mumra. Yeah, right? It looks like a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like that. And his weird, like, horrible mouth that Mumra has. Oh, he's got a horrible mouth. Really rank, actually, when you think of the anime. It's having a great time. Uh, equipment, you had, like, stuff like you had potions of healing. Uh, I traps, love the illustration on, on them as well. Yeah, I really dig these. They're really good. Oh, I'll tell you what you want. You want one of, just a random one of them on a T-shirt. I was actually thinking of doing fan arts on this stuff and looking at oh, the monsters and stuff. Yeah, I was, it's because I was looking at the monsters and like I really dig the illustrations on these new cards and stuff. But you, and you had spells. Well, I think the elf. Oh, sorry, the wizard was the only one who could use spells. What was that time when like you're supposed to do art every day? I don't oh, just in, mean Inktober. your job. Inktober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was supposed to. Yeah, um, Inktober. You should do that for Inktober. Well, I'm already thinking of. I've already got a bunch of stuff in my <laughs> in my brain, like in my noggin. I was thinking of like uh, revisiting an old thing I did. Um, I was thinking of doing a Masters of the Universe one or something like that. I don't know. And I don't know. put the characters from Hero Quest. That would be a good one. Yeah, but you can't do thirty days of them. Yeah, you can. You'd be like, we do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You can do ten days. <laughs> you got, you got, you got your four heroes. Yeah. You, oh, sorry, eleven days then. You got that. Where's, where's the chief one of them? You've got him. Chief one. Sorry, that no, guy. Oh, this guy. Yeah, that's a good point. He didn't have a card, did he? No. There's a weird sharp. Sorry, I realised. No, our listeners aren't going to see this, mate. Um, it's like a. a yeah, sorry. Uh, like a shaman dude. Yeah. He's like a sort of like a chaos warrior type thing. But yeah. And you can do them holding different things. You've got sword ones and Oh my god, fine, Alex, I'll do it. Then. Good. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad we sorted that out. Um Yeah, what was also really cool about this is like they had some three D So I'm just checking this in yeah. They have some three D bits as well where it's like made out of card but also plastic. Yeah. And I love that too. I don't know so here's the thing as well, I'm saying all this and I, I have you actually seen what the new one looks like? No, I haven't. So Hero Quest came back out. I think I've talked about this on the show already. It was crowdfunded, wasn't it? Yeah, it was crowdfunded. And then Hasbro released um, a new version of Hero Quest. Oh, God, I don't know. Like 2019. <laughs> Quite a while ago now. Yeah. And um, I'm just looking for the map. There is. And uh, I don't know what it looks like. It's got all the miniatures and everything. And obviously, it's very expensive. But then yes. it's gonna, But then it's going to be like you... You having it for getting it for twenty quid, <laughs> and you see what's all in here. It's like, you know, you wouldn't make a board game of miniatures. That's why most board games don't have them anymore. Um, but I don't actually know what the um new set looks like. No, um, and I think it's one of those things that like, is it still the? Is it basically the same in terms of like, right? We've got miniatures. We've got card and plastic for some of the like uh, objects and scenery I mean, parts. Is that still a surely thing? that's what people want. Or are they doing something now where it's like, well, you know what, we're going to have all of the uh, scenery is plastic, or all of it's made out of card. Oh, uh, yeah, or, I don't know. Or do, do you know what I mean? Like, is, yeah. is it just now that the miniatures are the plastic and that is it? Because there's a lot of plastic in this. There is. Yeah. But that's what makes it. That's what makes that. That's what oh, makes it. Space is, Crusade. Honestly, getting this has made me want to get the other weird MB games that came out where they were like fantasy plastic miniatures, like... Um, I don't know if Dragon Lance might be MB Games or something like that. Oh, I'm not. Aware. I don't know Dragon that Lance? one. Dragon Strike. I think I'm thinking of. I don't there's know that. one that's like a like there's loads of war games that have loads of plastic miniatures and stuff, and it's the fantasy element thing. Yeah. There's that one with the catapult. It's in there. Crossbows, crossbows and catapults. Yeah. I love that. that one. There's the one with the VHS that you have in it. Not atmosphere because it's not the same. Before anyone says anything, because <laughs> they ever say that, and they go atmosphere. Like, no, that's not. <laughs> that's not like this. Uh, but yeah. Um, no, I love Hero Quest. Yeah, I don't know I like really it. much else we can talk no, about. No, but that's the kind of thing that we like to do, just chat about the toys and our memories of them. Yeah, honestly. And also, hurrah, it's the first ever board game on Talk Toy to Me. Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, what landmark episode. Yeah, there they go. So, <laughs> sort of. Uh, episode, I guess this is probably episode 21. Uh, kind of like a landmark, I guess. Board game and a weird toy discussion out of nowhere. So, yeah. what an episode it's been. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Where can people find you online, Ben? You can find me as Benicillin, which is spelled B-E-N-E-C-I-L-A-N. B-E-N-E-C-I-L-I-N on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm also Benicillin underscore light, L-I-T-E. Uh, where you can check out my work. Uh, sorry, not my work. You can check out my stuff, my toys, but this, this stuff. Maybe I'll put a picture of this up. I don't know. Uh, and all the stuff I like. And enjoy. And if you go to Benison, it's where my work is, which is what we were talking about earlier when I draw. I draw stuff every day. 
<laughs> or supposed to drive stuff every day. Not for a specific reason. Um, <laughs> what about you, Alex? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dummy Crashed. Um, and please follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those places. Um, you can email us at talktoytome at gmail.com. Yes, you can. Um, so drop us a line, talk to us, and uh, we look forward to speaking to you next time. Yes, um, please do. And uh, yeah, I don't know what the next episode is. No, but we will work out we'll by the time. Work it out. By the time you hear this, we'll have recorded it. We'll work it out. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Figures and vehicles each sold separately. Batteries not included.